Namaste and happy Dosai to all our listeners. This is your boy Avi and joining me as always, my brother, Prozel Gautam from Dallas. And of course, Dosai, I think this is the second day of Dosai Prozel, am I right? Uh, I think it's second or third day, depending on where you live. It doesn't matter if, if it's first or second. The Kasi is in full swing, brother. Have you have you tried the Kasi yet? No, no, not yet. Nobody invited you? Come on, bro. Yeah, so, unfortunately, no. Um... That's the sad part about it, because <laughs> my dosa hasn't started. Nobody has invited. I think I I, I gotta start myself. So team like Kasi won on the answer, yeah? Answer. I mean, bro, you, you see the thing is, you cannot just go, you know, in a random shop and buy, you know, a piece of goat or whatnot, and then start cooking. That's not how it works, brother. You gotta go to a then? farm. You uh-huh. gotta go to a farm, get a goat, ask them to cut it, clean the intestines, bring it home. And you eat that for like next 20 days. That's how it works. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I, I miss uh, back home where we used to get Tsangra um, instead of Kasi. You know, there's plenty of Tsangras available. So Tsangra is basically the mountain goats. Uh, so they're especially imported just for Dasai. I know. And it's, it has a little extra cost just because of uh, the, the traveling cost. Um, but it tastes so great. You know, and uh, we used to kill goats at at home growing up, but we stopped doing that when I was, I think, uh, 11 or 12, and we just buy from a from a from a market from a butcher. Okay, so Timmy at Dallas, I see you have never done it, right? Like you have never gone to a farm and you know got goat for uh, the surprising. Side. Surprisingly, I have, but I haven't purchased a. Of a full goat because I just live by myself. I mean, there's no point in just bringing a whole 30, 40 pound goat and just uh, eating by myself. Uh, I, I have bought probably five, 10 pounds. That's not bad. Five, 10 pounds for about two days, I guess, three days. But, but you know what? I mean, uh, when I talked to you yesterday, you said I was I was going to go play Tass or something. And I feel like Dasai, we don't really celebrate the, the way we are supposed to. It's just, about tasks and this g- gathering well, at the end of the day. <laughs> Rosal, it's just you know, like Nepal, okay, you got a bunch of shit to do. Like, if, like the whole family gets together, right? Mm-hmm. Here, it's just limited people. So, you know, you got to make the uh, most of it. I mean, cards kill me when it's like, uh, I mean, we're not really bothered by it, but it's just in the, in, you know, that's okay. Well, I say, all right, as soon as we hang out, we, you know, you, you got to spend some money on it. Like, that's how it works. Yeah, but for someone, uh, like you who gambles throughout the year, especially Whoa. for sports. Guilty. 
yeah i mean sports related betting all, all the time um how much money do you spend if you, if you own mind sharing or, or, or what's your strategy going into that season basically this is a that season right oh so that season so day one i was up 70 bucks uh and day two i'm down to 80 dollars so basically you know let's just say i'm uh a minus 10 for in, in two days bro so I, i don't gamble a lot bro like you know i Yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't seem like a lot because exactly. $70, so, hey, $80 hey, here, if you go if, to uh, Dallas areas, most of you know, my friends are, there you go. you know, like people out there, like, they just bet three, four hundred, uh, single denied. Sure. Just yeah, two same one, bro. Like, I, I can't. I, I mean, you know, I would rather spend $20, you know, you know, you know tickets to a game or, or some shit like that. But two one is a crazy, like the... When you see that, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I can't do that. I mean, it just, you know, I mean, I, I respect the people, you know, who actually, you know, has courage to, you know, play in a game, you know, the fall as well, like, you know, it's in a blind jolly dust, like, I, I mean, personally, I can't, like, it just, oh, there you go. Somebody's making appearance in the show today. Um, yeah, it's my dog. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, uh, like I said, uh, Don't say I'm not like that, but you know, in terms of the sports, right? It's it's full swing. Like it, there is no slowing down. Of course, Premier League is, is going to be back. We got international break right now, so it feels like kind of holiday, right, for us? Yeah, it, it definitely feels like a uh, a holiday. Although a lot of us are working, um, it, it just feels different in, in a way. And I feel like here in the United States or any any part of the world outside uh, Nepal, you'd be working, um, and then probably the weekend. The weekend is where you. totally focus on celebrating um but but Avinas, um you know we talked about betting it kind of leads me to something i watched yesterday on netflix the team donahy case uh yeah. the untold story yeah. um the referee mm-hmm, the referee who got um suspended or who got jailed for betting on games and have you have you watched that already Yeah, I already did. I think I watched the same day it came out, but um, a little disappointed because I thought the referee was actually betting on the games, uh, uh-huh. you know, and trying to manipulate the games. But in, mm-hmm. but in, you know, I think he was just giving them the uh, the outcome of the games, basically how the game is was going to be played out. Uh, it, it wasn't like you know he was manipulating the calls or you know uh, you know d- deliberately pushing the game to you know certain spread. Uh, I think it was just mainly him just giving the bookie a number. All right, uh, guys, I think yeah Boston might win today with four points based on the referee we got today. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't blame to blame too much on the referee, but you know it's 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 NBA. Bro. So uh, for our listeners who don't really know about Tim Don, he he's a referee uh, in in the National Basketball Association who used to referee from I think started in 1994 and he got caught in 2008. So between 2003 and seven, he was uh, basically helping the betters, right? Um, telling them, yeah. uh, basically forecasting them, and basically had uh, I think at the season of 2007-8 where. He helped a better win 37 out of 47 times, which is, I think, a magnificent percentage. And if you're talking about statistics, I mean, that's that's a huge win, right? Anyways, back to my point. Um, uh, he was a referee who was involved in, in helping betters, and uh, he got banned. He got jailed. Um, uh, but quite ironic, Avinas, uh, the, the the Netflix show is called Untold, but I don't really feel like there's any, there is there isn't anything that's untold. That's there's On that show, there's everything that we already knew. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. untold about that show? 
I'm just curious about it. Um, honestly, I was not listening to a single thing what you said. <laughs> yeah, that's why you lose uh, focus and concentration. And uh, for someone who has been a, a goalkeeper for so many years, uh, uh, losing and losing go. and losing go. focus and concentration is isn't shouldn't be a thing. But basically, what I was saying is, is it it isn't really untold, and the the show doesn't really say something that's not really out there in public. Well. I was going into the show thinking, oh, okay, what is this show going to tell that we or people who are NBA enthusiasts didn't really know. But in a way, um, my my thoughts about NBA totally changed after after watching that. that. That's my bottom line. Totally changed? Like, what do you mean? Like, what? You think all the games are being in a rigged? Not, not really so. It's just um, the way these games are officiated and... and I don't know. It's just, it's just being cynical, if that makes sense. It just made me cynical. Uh, I was just mad that you know NBA didn't come out and just said, "All right, you know what? We we you know we we welcome betting into our sports at that time." But mm-hmm. now you know, FanDuel or I think DraftKings is the official partner of NBA. So you know, uh, I, mean, I don't know about uh, DraftKings, but I think they had a. a, a I think MGM Sports or yeah, whatever MGM. that okay. is. Yeah, okay. so, they yeah, whoever the, it is. The collaboration but... with, from 2018. There so, you go. So, you know, uh-huh. I mean, now they are fully embraced the, you know, idea of sports betting into the games. I mean, listen, I, I mean, I go to Nuggets game, right? There is actual booth you can bet. I mean, you can live bet at, on your phone while you're sitting and watching the game, like pre-live, like, you know, first quarter, second quarter, you can actually bet on it. I mean, you know, it, it all works it's just fine. So, uh, you know, I mean, listen, everything is about money puzzles. So we're not going to get into all, all of that. But we we do definitely want to get into our beloved Dusty Cup, which just happened three days ago. And of course, spoiler alert, I think those, uh, Dallas Corpus did win the Cup. So uh, we're going to discuss that into a little bit of detail. We did interview Provis and uh, Sazan, right? Mm-hmm. Puzzle, did you, yeah. you, you, mm-hmm. you got time to, you know, uh, get them... Uh, a little bit of uh, their time to interview with us. Uh, we're going to put that clip uh, uh, in there uh, somewhere. Uh, and uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about the Tosiga. You have to take care in your challenge. And Wembley. Absolutely hammers this in the top corner. No goalkeeper in the world is touching that. All right, that was Harry Kane penalty versus Germany, who were supposedly down 2-0 in the game, managed to crawl back in after, you know, surprisingly great substitution by our clueless coach, uh, Saka and Mount, making the difference. Uh, well, why do you say ours? I don't know, Brazil. It's just, you know... After team when I'm like, I mean, I, I didn't mean that our as in British or you know UK thing. I just mean as a team. Like, don't don't you know, don't put me in the in in that in that category that uh, Nepal go ahead already to support Karnataka. You know, like the, I mean, listen, we are entitled to support other team, right? Are we not? Well, yeah, but you gotta have a spot where either you're working there or you have lived uh, lived a life there or. Um, your family members are there. Something, uh, some, some kind of connection. It's just football team, bro. I support England football team. I, I mean, yeah, I don't... 
a cl- club club soccer club football i get it but internationally i i think you need to have a connection for some reason i don't know that's just me um all right anyway Prozel, the thing is you know england of course is always going to be the talking point going into the world cup of course uh well to relieve you know uh the international break is done so we're not going to have any more uh friendlies or any more uh, games before the world cup for these national teams it's just straight to the world cup now and of course the question mounts for the england team i mean you know it's weird like every time it's just england bro like i don't get it like you know squad selection like every team feels uh outside of england you know kind of you know is set for the tournament i feel like i mean us might have their own thing you know with the players mm-hmm. but england it's just there's so many you know I mean, uh, talented players, I guess. I don't know. Like, l- listen, Trent, you know, uh, probably one of the best right back in the world. Doesn't even make the squad for, I don't know, three months. In two, in, I mean, two months. Uh, Jaden Sancho hasn't, you know, been in the squad. Uh, surprisingly, Harry Maguire and Luksha is in the squad. So the question just, you know, keeps on piling on. Uh, your thoughts on England going into the World Cup or the team selection, Prozo? Uh I think... I would say I'm not worried as much as other people like you. Um, the reason being, yeah, England are struggling. Um, watching them is it's painful right now. Um, they 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 don't seem to have a chemistry going forward as well. And most importantly, Avinas, uh, they don't seem to have a have an idea of what they are going to do in a game. They don't seem to have a game plan, and that comes with Gareth Southgate. There is a criticism of him, and starts with with him onto his players. But having said that, Avinas, we're this close to the World Cup. Uh, I think 52, 53 days to start of the World Cup. So at this point, um, Gareth Southgate, he probably has so many sleepless nights thinking about what team is is he taking. And right now, he has a pool of players, talented pool of players, and there's. There's tons of talent in that squad, and he has a headache to just uh, t- take the take the best roster available. And and um, right now he's trusting players like Maguire, saw players who have proven him right in the past. And the fact that he's made to at least semifinals for the last two major tournaments has given him some credit. And um, just because you're performing well leading up to the tournament doesn't mean you're you know you're you will do great in the tournament. It, it, it's not a given. And the fact that the tournament is a, a four to five week long uh, tournament and, and it depends on, on situations. And uh, another fact that they have a, a decent enough group, although you can't take any teams lightly because it's a matter of life and death when it comes to the World Cup. You just have three games. But comparatively, they face easier oppositions. Iran, uh, USA, who are struggling themselves, and then Wales, their, their neighbors. Uh, this this gives them slight leeway to go into a tournament and I wouldn't say take it easy, but grow grow their stature into the game. Um, you know, it's, it's a knockout foot, football after that. Anything can happen. And we've seen in the past, like with, with, with a bit of luck and then a bit of energy from a couple of players, uh, that definitely would be possible. And um, Avinas, um, I think, like I already mentioned, he has credit in the bank and I would rather support the, t- the support the players he's picked. Well, that's the you know that's the whole under the story puzzle. The place he's gonna pick, and mm-hmm. I mean, who is he gonna pick? That's the problem, right? I mean, you got Rich James, Trent. I mean, uh, Walker. I mean, listen. I mean, you can literally make a team out of right back for England. Uh, for sure, for sure. And 
you got center backs, you got, you know, questions about forward, uh, Wilson, Tony, uh, Kane. I mean, you know, you, you got Serling, Rashford, Sancho, uh, Osaka. I mean, all these players, you know, foreign. Mm-hmm. Ballin. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. So, you know, I mean, listen, we're definitely going to, you know, have a, a, a podcast, uh, a whole episode dedicated to England football team. Uh, hopefully we can get, uh, get a guest, uh, uh, you know, someone from England, not, you know, not just me calling our. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll we'll just have to see. I mean, uh, let's wait for the, you know, World Cup squad to, you know, uh, get revealed. And then we can, you know, finally jump into the uh, World Cup scenario, I guess. Yeah. And there's always, uh, uh, you know, among fans, um, they're unhappy with players that are picked. And it's either the players that are on form that's picked or the the, the manager or the coach uh, who, who he has trusted in the past, regardless of the form. And I believe sometimes there has to be a chemistry chemistry in, in the team. And it's not about picking every player that's in form right now or last few weeks, if that makes sense. You know, if you go back to uh, other tournaments in the past, um, even in England before there always used to be a set 11 and even that 11 didn't do well so at the end of the day it's about what he feels comfortable with and it's about wh- who you're facing as well you already mentioned those names Saka, Mount, Sterling, Sancho you take those people in, in the, in the, to, the, to Qatar uh, you have so many options and, and variations so as, as a manager, Gareth Southgate has to decide who to pick for certain games and certain uh, oppositions, how they play tactically. And, and I think I think he's pre- just preparing for that. And right now, um, like I already mentioned, no matter how good you're playing, it matters in, at the World Cup stage. And I feel like this team is, is ready to perform, um, even though right now he, they struggle against, uh, you know, uh, lesser known teams or, or teams they should easily be beating. Well. You know what's what was more interesting than the England game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, Brazil, the Sidemen versus uh, the YouTube All-Star charity game. That was more interesting than watching any of the England game this season, especially right into the 15 second. This happened. All stars though. Castro takes it quickly. Remember, he scored his goal. I think in the first two minutes. Yeah. That, oh! oh wow! That is, we are underway. This is not going to be a nice game. Oh. KSI's on the floor. Speed is celebrating. First blood has gone to speed. I, there you go, Brazil. Speed versus KSI. That was probably the highlight of the year for me. Uh, listen, the game was going on while we were playing, while you were playing uh, against, I'm not sure what team was it, but I was I was actually watching the whole game from the sideline. And trust me, it was more fun than any of the England games I've watched in, entire, I mean, in my entire life, honestly. And, you know, I saw speed... <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta respect the hustle, right? I mean, the guy, you know, uh, as you know, simple as uh, just in you know, a streaming FIFA games has and it managed to, you know, um, uh, win millions of you know people in the game. Yeah. So, so good for him. I couldn't care really care less about the YouTube uh, All Stars or whatever they were, the charity game they were playing with. Okay, they they, um, uh, you know, was was this for charity? Yeah, it's, money did, it is called charity. I think more than a million dollars. Okay, that's fine. That, that goes to, you know, people who are in need, which is really good. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. But other than that, I wouldn't really hype that up by saying, oh, okay, this and that. Um, but more so, 
me like one thing i was really over worried about this weekend was the amount of games uh, they're playing in international break and the amount of injuries that have occurred throughout these two weeks and we're fearful that couple or a few of these stars won't even make it to the world cup right because of sure. injuries, um, i think around the broke his nose i guess yeah he did the and or uh, 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 ho uh, i don't think he, he's going to play for uruguay in the world cup um the barcelona defender um it's it's uh, and and there's few other injuries like uh, shorter term injuries but still muscular nagging injuries we we want to see these uh stars fit for the world cup you know you want to see the best tournament ever so i i don't think having international uh break due during uh, already a, a busy season uh, doesn't make no sense at all and i think um we a line has to be drawn as to where these uh, tournaments or these breaks have are, are taken all right guys we have um two winners of the 35 plus category from dallas Gurkhas veterans uh, sazan uh hyung min sazan um he scored a brace today and and further supplied another goal and his goals were very important because they, those two were the first three goals uh regardless of the fact they won seven nothing um sazan congratulations thank you uh how does first how does it feel to be 35 plus well, age is just a number, man. Right. So, I mean... Tom Brady is a big example of that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good example. But, yeah, other than just getting old, like, I think it's, it's good to collect your experiences for along the way. This is it, man. So, uh, what was your expectations going into the tournament? Uh, I was pretty confident, like just looking at the rosters and like the teams that we would be playing. Uh -huh. So uh, uh, I was just like kind of taken back when we didn't have a keeper uh -huh. for our first three games. But like I think we we did pretty well to like mitigate that factor. But mm -hmm. I think we played pretty well as a team. So yeah. Uh, also. Um, what I've seen is uh, 35 plus category. They, they, they were 10 teams this year. Last year, I think they were 12. Eight. 11. Last year? Yeah. More than this? Yeah, there oh. were more teams. Mm -hmm. That's but still, um, last couple of years, the number of teams have increased mm -hmm. in the past and the competition has increased as well. So, uh, how do you think uh, the 35 plus uh, category will go in the next few years? Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, I think it's going to get more competitive because, uh -huh. uh, like, most of the players that you see now playing in the regular category they're gonna get to that like uh, break point where they're gonna like uh, get into the plus 35 categories mm -hmm. like for example like prob like if you look at our team itself like probation missed that they they were in that last year but this year they made it to the 35 and that was like basically a big boost for our team mm -hmm. thanks and congratulations again yeah, um, thank you. winning thank you. is a habit you yeah, want to have and I think you guys in a row now we're going to keep this going mm -hmm. all right next up uh, another winner of the 35 plus category um, he go, go, unfortunately go. lost in the quarterfinals uh, of the regular category playing from uh, Gurkha's White uh, but let's first start with uh, 35 plus win so how does it feel to be a winner good 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 it feels good so uh, according to you what what has impressed you the most about the 35 plus category in general? Uh, the number of competitive teams. Uh -huh. um, 
like it used to be really easy now it's now the the competition has grown over the years so it's not as easy anymore so mm -hmm. on a personal level what was your motivation and what were your goals and do you think you accomplished that um yeah i mean i, I was playing i was playing the regular on the reg, on a regular team and then 35 plus so i just wanted to get through the tournament without any injuries so i think i accomplished that so mm -hmm. yeah also uh one more thing um you stress on playing for both categories and plus it's hot out here as well so um what do you do to keep yourself fit or without any major injuries or even cramps so i mean working out definitely helps but um what i tried to do this time is because i knew it was going to be really tough day for me uh -huh. so what i did was throughout the week i tried not to i tried to eat right mm -hmm. and then i tried to keep myself hydrated and not not um not put too much stress on my body i did work out the work, work out but um i, I didn't try i tried to eat too, just to eat clean and then you know tv12 method not really um but somewhere along the line somewhere along the line just just try to do the right things for mm -hmm. your body too mm -hmm. and also uh there was a major disappointment during the quarterfinal um where do you think you guys fell short um we had a chance to finish finish the game in the first half where we hit, where we didn't finish we had like five or six good chances and we didn't finish so usually at any level um when you when you don't when you when you don't finish it when you when you let a team ha team hang around like we did um they usually come comes back to bite you later on so that's what happened so the longer the longer you let a team like that hang around the more confidence they get so that's awesome uh, keep doing your thing um you're you're uh, very inspiring to you know people like us from not just a fit fitness standpoint um from from a life standpoint as well thank you thank you thank you thank you all right we're going to move on to the up now uh of course uh no spoilers i mean i did already mention that you know dallas workers did win the cup uh by beating royal nepal by you know significant significantly a higher margin uh probably seven nil i think in the final i think so i think so both uh games were similar scoreline um 35 plus as well as regular category yeah it was um, brutal it was brutal to watch i mean listen the first 10 minutes were all right i mean you know the teams were going at it uh i, I did i mean i think royal nepal did have a chance one or two but you know after the first goal went in it was just you know continuous yeah first goal is always hard uh, always important um especially in that in those conditions where it's hot and humid out there uh middle of the day and you've played so many games already um this just makes it extra tougher to come back against a team that's that talented um but still like i mean they 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 played really good and uh they beat seattle uh, in in semi final a team um you know all the way from seattle played really uh, good soccer and uh, we were you know according to some were even favorites to make it all the way so um did they really deserve to make it to the final but you know, it was one step too much all right here's the thing Prozo. we're not going to talk about the game um uh, you know there was of course some controversy in the tournament with Royal Nepal I guess Royal Nepal team A and mm -hmm. Sunnyvale while they were while the while the game was at it uh I think one of the players got red card from Royal Nepal they all went after the referee. The referee kind of felt unsafe. They he he just he just absolutely you know uh, dismissed the game, mm -hmm. uh, declared it a draw. Um, but you know the situation that Royal Nepal were in, 
since they only had a draw the first game, the next draw would mean that they would be knocked out of the tournament. So mm-hmm. they were not having it. Sunnyville, who actually won the game, the first game, uh, with the draw, they would advance. So Rolling Bar were pretty pissed about it. They were like, "Now nah, we you just can't, you know, disqualify the game. We can, you know, we gotta continue. We'll play with the red card." The referee was like, "Now nah, you, you guys are coming at me. Uh, you know, I feel unsafe. I, I can't continue with with this game." You know, after an hour discussion, right? Uh, uh, Gorka's management got into it, and then 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 they decided, "All right, you know what? We're gonna have a different referee. We're gonna, we're gonna continue with the game." Mm-hmm. But when they went to ask Sunnyville, they were like, no, nah, dude, we, we, we've been racing for an hour now. I mean, there's no way we, we're going to put our cleats on and go back onto the field. The referee already, you know, killed the game. They, they called a draw. Uh, we are through, so we're not going to play any more games. Uh, then Ronald Paul got pissed about it. Sunnyville was not having it. Uh, so eventually, Gorka's management decided to, you know, just go on with the referee decision to call the game as a draw. And that's how Ronald Paul got knocked out. Um, it, were you there around the uh, around the situation, or did you, uh, you know, or, or, the, or what did you hear from somebody else, or did you hear anything from Ron Paul about the decision? Well, uh, it was funny because I wasn't there for that event, and I, I was like, I missed the best part. I mean, probably the worst part of the tournament. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't there. I had to. I had to be somewhere for for. A certain time for an hour so I, I couldn't be there and when when i was getting back i asked roy what happened and he was like dude you you, you missed you missed a lot and i was like yeah huh. i was in my mind i was thinking what happened either a, a really good team knocked out or some controversy happened and you know in in, in nepalese soccer there's always there's always controversy there's you know it, it's not a nepalese tournament if something doesn't occur you know so here's so, the thing, brother. Uh, you list Royal Nepal, Royal FC. They, uh-huh. they, you know, they had a status put out from the Facebook page. I and, saw that. Uh, did you see the? Uh, did you see? Uh, did you? I mean, the last paragraph basically is, you know, I'm just going to quote this, right? Uh-huh. So our humble request to Dallas Broadcast to continue establishing the sta- stature on every tournament. Those are to be organized in the future. There should be no no room for any other soccer club to founder on participation. Uh, I wonder who the other team is. Uh, there should be no room for any other soccer club to doubt on the ground for tournament, cold water, ball management, tie sheet fixture, or registration fees even before playing, uh, uh, even before anything official regarding the tournament is announced. Please use your experience professionally and wisely when it comes to managing exceptional situations. Those may emerge. Uh, the reputation should continue to be an absolute authentic and not implausible and will optimistically optimistically sit tight for tournament to come in the future so uh, i feel like i don't want to say i I don't want to say they took uh you know they were taking shots or at anyone Mm -hmm. i don't think so right do you think so they're not taking shots at anyone do they uh so first off um i gotta say it was well written it was well written it was brilliant Um, well written i thought it was from uefa or premier league.com or something yeah um, yeah, it was it was a really well written statement. And to be fair with you, um, I, I don't know what to say. I, like I I saw it last night, and I uh, like it, part of me thought, yeah, I mean those those criticisms are justified. You know, myself part of being Dallas because I think we could do a lot better when it comes to organizing. And a couple of things threw us off is is the venue. First off, it was 
um, possibly going to be Oak Group, which is a lot nicer, a lot better, um, a lot closer to a lot of people as well. But then again, the venue was changed just a couple of days before the tournament and it, it threw a lot of people off um, their, their travel situations and, and whatnot. Even the ground wasn't the best. And then uh, maybe maybe organize, organizing could have been a little better. But, you know, all, like I said, all those criticisms might be justified. And at the end of the day, it's it's about... Uh, you know, learning from 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 the mistakes or learning from the past and and trying to be better. But and but but I I I, I am definitely surprised. Um, and 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 also congratulations to Ulysses Royal FC too. They they actually did really well well in the tournament. I'll be honest, Ulysses FC were class in the tournament. They actually were. They were they were they were really nice about it. Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, you know, they talk about sportsmanship and all that. I think you know they had it in in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I was ta- I did talk to one of those you know managers, and mm-hmm. you know he was all he, every time you know after results he was super nice about it. You know, even for water and all that, and uh-huh. even after when they lost, right? Yeah, they, they lost even, on PKs. Um, and you know, to Seattle FC. Seattle. And they they lost the game, but they won the heart for for the quality of football they played yeah, and, and they actually cheered for, they uh-huh. actually cheered for themselves you know clapped uh-huh. you know each other I, I think they had the best best support in the whole tournament they did they did bring out the flag too so you know uh i mean you know kudos to ulis real uh, i mean i think they are the real winners of the tournament aren't they <laughs> i think i was the real winner of the tournament Brazil. i mean did you see me collecting the balls right you know going all around the you know all, the, all, all around the field i mean listen i mean you know it wasn't easy, but yeah. All I saw you was eating uh, sel roti and tuna, all that. And beer too. Uh, uh, but, you know, another year on the tournament, done and dusted. Uh, I think this is second in a row now. Uh, next year is going to be, we're going to go for the treble. Uh, let's see. Uh, and of course, any more thoughts on Dusty Cup or should we just move on to some random stuff? Well, uh, just, a, just a couple more thoughts. Um, I think this tournament didn't have as many um, teams as last year, uh, maybe because of one of the tournaments occurring up up north, I think in Ohio. But other than that, um, you know, the weather-wise, it, it was tough brutal. for a lot many. Yeah, it was, it was brutal for so many people. But in a way, um, the tournament brings uh, together a lot of people from different areas. You know, I think that's that's the best thing of of it. Never, regardless of whether you play or whether you win or lose or anything, you just get to meet a lot of people uh, from from the community. And also, shout out to Gorkha's C team. Um, you know, for you know being the first team probably in the history to you know make it to the semifinal, <laughs> right? Yeah. Russell, and give it up yeah, for offsetting. yourself, man. Yeah, yeah, offsetting uh, the. <laughs> Upsetting the two-time winners, Sunnyvale, who who had never lost a tournament when they came to uh, 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 Gurkha's tournament, I guess. Yeah, wonder who the goalie was when they won the first time. But that's, you know, never mind. Oh, was it me? Oh, okay, okay. All right, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, you know, Gurkha's team, uh, you know, I mean, listen, there is no A, B, or C team, right? It's just men versus men, seven versus seven, right? And you know, you guys did what you uh, what you had to do to win the tournament. And let's be honest, I mean, you know, uh, you team and, a, and there was an asterisk. We played without goalie. <laughs> without goal, Gap and that was a goalie. That <laughs> he yeah, did I mean, make he, some saves, though. He did. He did make some saves. You know, did, some credit to him. Credit to him. And you know, it, it's funny how how like 
you're going into a tournament without a goalkeeper. It's, it's kind of like trying to go fishing without a without a net. Sonny will I mean, do. Sonny will do. They did not have a goalie. Uh, 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 they didn't. Them. Yeah, they they had. You know, they were managing with the uh, I think 35 plus team member to you know play a goalie for them. And you know, you'll be shocked to hear that you know both the teams were kind of dependent on me to play for them. Uh-huh. And I backed out, so both of them, both the teams were like, "Oh, dude, fuck you!" Right? So, uh, listen, man. I mean, if you know, if, if, to honestly, I, I would rather be you know on sideline every time than playing that hot weather, brother. I mean, listen, I was just so relieved that I'm not putting on my cleats, you know, that goatee shirt and then full pants to be on to stand in that hot. I was just you know on my you know wearing my shorts, my bucket hat, and I was enjoying the game. I mean, you know, nothing more I can ask for. I'm surprised uh, you still keep getting calls. Or are you still getting, uh, you know? It's experience, man. You know, experience matters. Um, all right. Uh, I think that should be all for today's episode of, you know, Gorka Insider Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe. Uh, you know, uh, if you have some some comments or, you know, something that we said about the tournament, feel free to, you know, DM us and we'll love to get back to you. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, Before we go, though, Abhinas, uh, uh, some major concern in Florida because of the hurricane. Uh, oh yeah! So, oh yeah! Uh, oh yeah! So my thoughts, our thoughts to to all the people out there in Florida, and hopefully this, I think, category four hurricane. Um, hopefully it's not as bad as it, it looks, and 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 it, you know, things keep getting better, better because it's it's the hurricane season, and uh, sometimes it really gets brutal out there. So hopefully. Uh, it's not as bad as it looks. Yeah, talking about the game too. Uh, I think Tampa Bay and Kansas. They, I think it might, the game might actually be postponed. I think, if I'm uh, not wrong, I I think they're they're practicing at um, Dolphins um, practice facilities right now. So I don't think they have decided anything yet, but uh, we'll probably find out soon. Um, there is. There's possibly it could be played somewhere else. Well, why don't we play at Arrowhead as well? I mean, since they're not not playing uh, over there this weekend. All right, so this is what we got. Melbourne, Daytona Beach, all the way up to Jacksonville. This moves 20 miles to the west, and you and everyone you know are dead. All of you. Because you can't survive it. It's not possible unless you're very, very lucky. And your kids die too. See this? <laughs> the first time I I heard that I actually smiled, but then I realized how sad that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's, the way he said it, and your kids died too. <laughs> so Avinas, let's say if if that kind of storm was coming and you literally had to leave your house in a couple of minutes, what what would you take? I, I'm not leaving my house. I, I'm just staying there. I, I, because, you know, if the wind is 25 miles per hour and it's just constant rain and, you know, the hurricane or what, I mean, you know, with the wind. But it, wind is I, 100 and something miles an hour. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 100 miles an hour, whatever that is. But there is no way I have a better chance of surviving if I'm outside than I'm inside. I just don't get it. I would rather be in the basement, you know, tucked up in the corner somewhere and just praying that, you know, it would just go away. But if I'm, if I'm outside, there is no way I'm surviving it. Okay, let's say you had to take some stuff from your place apartment what would it be like real quick phone i guess 
because you, you yeah. I'm pretty sure you're definitely gonna carry your phone, you know. Of course, phone, phone is. I mean, everyone has the phone in the pocket, so just for the, the you know, just for you know, you, you're definitely gonna need your phone at some point if you survive it. Unless you're dead, then you're mm-hmm. definitely not gonna need anything. Um, apart from that, I, I'll probably, yeah, phone and then probably a yogurt from the fridge, I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, just in case if I survive, you know, I gotta eat something. I mean, it's small, uh, you know, small yogurt, a pocket yogurt to survive me for two days. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I think you'll be surprised. Uh, you'll you'll survive because I've seen you eat all the time. It's it's fine. I, uh, your body needs, um, I feel like a, a recovery period, like for a certain extended hours where you don't eat and uh, give your body a, a, a time to recover honestly all right uh you know it, it's it's nice knowing that we you know i live in colorado and you know we don't, we don't have to face such the uh, you know natural disaster like florida floridans do uh texas is pretty much safe too i guess unless there is some kind of you know tornado, uh, tornado or some shit like that but in in terms of you know safety i think colorado is probably the, you know the safest state yeah, but in, in all of the u.s i i wouldn't say it because i when it comes to those things, I, I, I never really say those things. Okay, the place where I'm living is really safe because I feel like I jinxed it. Knock on the U. There you go. All right, we're good to go. Uh, we'll see you next uh, next week. We're going to have a dossier special. Uh, we'd love to, you know, talk to one of our listeners if you are, you know, really interested in to, talking in talking into some dossier experience for our, uh, you know, just to, you know, how things were golden back in our, you know, back in Nepal uh, during the dossier time. So uh, we'll, we'll have a quick uh, Dossier special episode and then, you know, we straight right back into the Premier League, I guess, which is back next week. I mean, you know, what a better way to start than Spurs versus Arsenal and then United versus City the next day. My <laughs> goodness. Yeah, we've been waiting a whole month for this, honestly. So. All right. Enjoy enjoy your coffee, play enough cards, don't lose a lot, lot of money. And drink a lot though. Uh, you know, normally I said drink water, but this time, yeah, just just go crazy. And we'll see you next time. Peace.